I know that you're going to be blessed by their ministry. We're so glad that they are a part of the East Wind family. Would you welcome to this podium uh, Ryan and Kirsten Paul? God bless you. We love you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Oh, he is worthy to be praised. Amen. Oh, it is such a great privilege and an honor to be with you and with our great friends, the Myers. I, I always got jealous when my parents were here. I wanted to come too. And here our moment has come and I'm just so thrilled. And God has called us to be missionaries so we get to be like them here. Sharing that with you. And I just... I just love the Lord, and I know you do. There's nothing greater, is there? We have found the treasure in the field. Oh, hallelujah. He is so good. Jesus said, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth labors into his harvest. There is such a need all across the world for laborers. You have a field here, and you know that very well, and you're working hard in your field. But I am amazed at how many stories of how God's harvest is connected. And I want, you can be seated. I won't take long, but I just want to share a couple things with you about the country of Spain where God has led us. I've heard of stories of people being reached here in the United States and them going back and reaching their nation for the gospel. So you are missionaries just as much as we are. Amen. You meet someone in the grocery store from another nation, you never know what that little kindness can do to open a door. There are unreached countries where we are not allowed to go into were you, that God has brought them here to America. Amen. Well, Spain is a country of about 47 million people. And we have about 49 churches. No, I'm sorry. It doubled in the last five years. It's now 98. <laughs> Hallelujah. Spain is in revival. Europe is in revival. It's something that we've said, oh, this is stony ground. It's so hard. It's so hard, but missionaries have gone and they've broken up the stony ground. And now the soil is plowed through prayer, through work, through seed. And God is pouring out his spirit in an unbelievable way. During COVID alone, our churches have seen more people baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost than in prior years. <laughs> it's been tremendous. In, under heavy restriction in Spain, in Barcelona, in the city of Barcelona in particular, because Madrid is a different, they have different laws and systems than Barcelona. So the restrictions have been so heavy in Barcelona. People were shut in their homes for 40, I don't know, around 45 days. Couldn't leave their homes except one person could go out and get groceries. And you had to go get groceries. You had to have your grocery bag. Well, 
we had online services just like everybody. You have to scramble, and, and if you are not really good at it, you get really good at it. <laughs> and we started having online services pretty much every single day of the week. We had something for our people. Well, they started inviting their friends just like you have. And people wanted to get baptized. People wanted to get the Holy Ghost. People were getting the Holy Ghost in their living rooms. And so our ministers would go out with their grocery bags and go to these people's houses and baptize them in their bathtubs. (laughs) Praise God. And then uh, restrictions started lifting and uh, we had a problem because el aforro, that means the, the amount of people you can have in service was down to 30% capacity. Well, that's pretty small. Especially our um, Spain, you, in Europe, especially in Spain, we have itty-bitty spaces, itty-bitty apartments, itty-bitty churches, and you have to stuff them full, have multiple services in order to... Well, we had a problem. 30% capacity was about 15 people. That's enough for your worship team and the camera crew, you know? So, Brother Herod, under the leading of the Lord, said, Okay, God, what are we going to do? And the Lord spoke to him, More church. So they started having more church. We got up to 10 services on Sundays. And then it broke out. There was a rule that there couldn't be service, not everybody can come into the city. So we had to have church every single night of the week. So we had, well, except it was. Not every night. We had Fridays off. <laughs> we had service every night. And, and you know what was neat about it? A pastor can't preach 10 services in one Sunday. That's impossible, especially since we, had two, we, have, two, um, we have two buildings. They're side by side, and so we have simultaneous services. And we had to have two worship teams. Well, we ended up having 10 worship teams. We ended up having 10 speakers on Sunday and developed our ministerial team into pastors. And many of them have gone out and started churches. It's just been phenomenal to see what the enemy means for evil. God turns it around. Doesn't he? Amen. And we are in revival. And I would pray that you would put it in your heart to pray for Spain. God is doing a great work, but oh, friend, there are 47 million people to reach. And Spain used to be a country of great faith, but maybe, well, they had faith in God. They were Roman Catholic, but now, a couple generations later, they are agnostic. And it is so heavy, the sin and the just in your face unrighteousness so pray that god will send light in a great light and pray for us that we will walk in the spirit to do what he has called us to do amen oh god bless you it is such a joy to be with you praise the lord praise the lord east wind church What a high honor it is, and truly, as your pastor said this morning, I am in the presence of extraordinary people. Amen. People that know how to break that bread and the things that you have accomplished. Uh, There is a legacy here. You can feel the depth of prayer year after year from your great bishop 
and his son. This is a special place. And I know that it's not just them. They didn't have an offshore bank account where they just paid. It was you that set out to do great things in this city. Amen. And through the great leadership and you responding to that call, there is, you, you people are a force for the kingdom. Each one of you, together, you have broken off your bread, you have accomplished the goal, the debt is demolished, you have loosed a fountain of blessing that will reach the entire world. Amen. So it is truly a high honor, and I give honor to your bishop and your great pastor. It is a high honor to speak to you. And uh, I might be a little out of my league here, so if, uh, <laughs> I'm just getting started here, so we'll, uh, we'll just set the bar a little low. But praise the Lord. It truly is an honor to be here. And uh, it is a homecoming of sorts in that these, these precious people, I've heard about them for 11 years now. Since we've been married, it's about to be 11, and they've always talked about the Myers family and the great things that are happening at this church, so it is, it is truly an honor to be here. Thank you for this great honor. Praise the Lord. And if you could all stand. Oh, I feel a burden for the end time harvest. I feel a burden that I am standing on the shoulders of heroes. In all of their sacrifice, you know, in the, uh, that 11th hour laborer, he got paid the same. I feel that there are some anointings that I have received from my family and from these great people that have gone before. I feel a heavy responsibility, and, and I, I hope that you feel that burden. We got to take this thing forward. We have to take this thing forward. We are going to be in 1 Kings 19 looking at the story of Elijah, looking at the story of Elijah. First Kings 19, 15 through 16 and verse 18 says this, and the Lord said unto him, go return on the way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou comest, anoint Hazel to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nimishai, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat, of Abimeloa, shall anoint to be the prophet in thy room. And verse 18 says this, Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, all the knees of which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him. Oh, hallelujah. It is my great honor to preach your 7,000. Your 7,000. If you would, go ahead and put your Bible down and let's go ahead and invite the presence of the Lord. Ask his anointing and his blessing upon this service. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this Sunday night, oh God. Where we can be in your presence, oh God. Where we can gather together, oh God, and, and hear your word, Lord Jesus. Oh, where we can receive from you, oh God, what you would have to tell us, Lord Jesus. 
I pray you would anoint this word, this message, oh God. Let it rest upon fruitful soil, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Go ahead and clap your hands. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, there's a great anointing on this service. Oh, hallelujah. You may be seated in Jesus' name. It is my firm belief that the Lord cares about the matters of every person on the face of the world. It is my belief that there is a perfect will of God that rests upon every life. It is my firm belief that there is a will of God that has a longitude and a latitude. That there is a place that the Lord has you to go. Whether it is to be right here or to go somewhere else, the Lord has a place for you. Oh, hallelujah. It is my firm belief that there are certain tasks, that there are certain things that the Lord has for us to do. He has a, th a purpose for every life. To make decisions, to follow His will, to follow His way. Oh, it is not His will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It is His will that every person on the face of the earth should be saved. And oh, in the church, we have such a high calling to reach and to spread His gospel. And each person, you are every person, you are important to the kingdom of God. I don't care if you're brand new, if this is your first time being here. You have a divine appointment. It doesn't matter if you've been here a long time and you've seen great things and your, your season's not over. Every person under the sound of my voice has something the Lord would have them to do. Oh, friend, and that burden that I spoke of in these last days, we stand on the shoulders of giants. And the Bible, in fact, records in Hebrews 11, we are standing on the shoulders of Noah, of Abraham, of the heroes of faith, of the people that preached the Azusa Street Revival. We are standing on the shoulders of your great bishop. Hallelujah. And we are the end time church and we have a work to do for the Lord. You matter to the kingdom. You are important to the will of God. Your life has value. You are loved of the Lord. The Lord has something great for you to do. And he has something great for this body of believers to do together. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says this, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Go ahead and clap your hands. Oh, hallelujah. And the prophet Elijah, he had a great calling upon his life. What a story we have in the prophet Elijah. He did many great miracles. He did many great things for the Lord. He caused the oil to keep flowing from the cruise of oil. Amen. He caused, he spoke, he had such a powerful anointing. Oh, there's anointings being released right now. There's anointing that rested upon him. He could tell the rain to stop and it would stop. For three and a half years at the words of the prophet Elijah, there was no rain. And at his words, he say, oh, I see a cloud the size of a man's fist. And then guess what happened? At the word of the prophet, the rain fell again. Amen. He called, he parted the Jordan River and perhaps one of the most famous events in the Bible. The slaying of the prophets of Baal. What boldness this man had. What boldness. They built their altar. He was, he was mocking Baal. In boldness. And he had his plan. He poured water. He says, I'm going to make this impossible. He says, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and I'm going all in on the Lord. I'm, I'm putting it all out there. And the fire fell upon that altar. And he slayed the prophets of Baal. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. First Kings 18, 39 through 40 says this. And when the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is the God, the Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishron and slew them there. Oh, hallelujah. He had a great Sunday morning service. He saw miracles, and uh, uh, but I think Elijah forgot to take a nap before the Sunday evening service. He was a little tired after that great miracle. And he started speaking some things. Oh, sometimes... If you feel the urge to speak an idle word, sometimes you just need to close your mouth and take a nap. You just need to shut everything off. You can't talk. You can sleep. You can't really talk while you're sleeping. There is power in your words. The tongue is a two-edged sword. It can bring death and life. Be so very careful what you allow to come out of your mouth. 
Oh, hallelujah. So Elijah, he was a, he, he was a little tired. He didn't, he didn't get his nap. And he started speaking some things. First Kings 18, it says this, or first Kings 19, two and three. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also, if I make not the life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And hear this, Elijah, when he saw that, he arose. When he saw that, he arose and went for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. Verse 4, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die. And said, it is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. So very interesting. It doesn't say he heard this report. He saw it. He saw it. And when we look back at this scripture, we see in verse 19, you can go ahead and read it. The Lord fed Elijah. He sent an angel to feed him, to give him water, to rejuvenate his strength. And he asked him twice something. He asked him, and the response to the Lord twice was this. I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. They fed him, the angel fed him, gave him water. The Lord said, what are you doing, Elijah? And again, he responded, I, even I, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Jezebel took up residence in the mind of Elijah. I think it's no coincidence that he said the same response twice. That word went forth and it entered into his mind where all he could think about over and over what are the scenarios that are going to happen? How is Jezebel going to take my life? Are they going to drown me? Are they going to... I'm all alone here. I'm vulnerable. How is this going to play out? How Jezebel is going to take my life? Are they going to burn me at the stake? How is it going to play out? Are they going to... Shoot an arrow through my lower rib. How is this going to over and over and over and over in his mind? Jezebel takes up residence in the mind of Elijah. Where all he can do is think over and over about what bad things or how this thing might come to pass. How Jezebel might come and take his life. 
to where in his bed before he go, he can't even sleep. He's maybe sleeping a couple, couple hours a night. And when he's laying in his bed, he stays awake thinking over and over, how is this going to happen? To where his response can only be what is in his mind. I'm alone and they want to kill me. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. We are living in the last days. I believe that we are stewards of revival. I believe that there is an 11th hour anointing that some, that we are going to receive giftings and anointings. That some of our great leaders that went before had to work their whole lives for. That the Lord is going to give to us. Because it is the 11th hour. It's not because we're anything special. It's not ego. It's all the Lord. But there is going to be anointings that will rest upon us. There, We are the stewards of end time revival. But in this time, and as we've gone through COVID, as we've done, the devil knows his time is short. Revelation 12 and 12 says this, Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe unto the inhabitants of the earth for the, for the, uh, and of the sea, for the devil is coming to you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. Now I just feel that we need to shine some light on some darkness that we have been facing we are blessed with technology and this is being streamed and archived and this can go out. But folks, there is some stuff that is taking residence in the minds of our people. There are things that are taking up residence in our minds. Politics, elections, pandemic. There are Christians that have seen the slaying of the prophets of Baal that are reduced to a spirit of fear because something has taken up residence in their minds. There are things, social media, information, things that, that the goal of it is for you to click and for you to obsess and for you to go over and over and get all emotionally involved. Its goal is to take up residence in your mind. Its goal is to keep you up at night its goal is to steal your peace. Its goal is to sidetrack you from the perfect will of God on your life. 
Now we are, the church is going to see revival. And there is a perfect will of God for everyone. But I believe that we, now if you're on a detour and the Lord uses all things for good. He uses hurts and if you feel like you've made a mistake, it's not over for you. But I don't just feel like the blessings and anointings of God are just meant to fall on our laps. We have to make some decisions. We, ha- we stand on the shoulders of giants. And there is an enemy out there that wants us stewing and thinking and being locked up in anxiety and being locked up in fear. So that when the Lord comes and asks for you to do something, all you can say is, I am alone and they want to kill me. The Lord gave a very specific job for the prophet Elijah to do. He told them to anoint two kings and then Elisha, he did one of the three. And he gave a promise of 7,000 souls. But I don't see recorded those 7,000 souls. As anointed as he was, there was an attack that came on the mind of Elijah. Oh, hallelujah. I feel like we're shining the light on the tactics of the enemy right now. Now, if you've got a problem, you need to seek help. Go ahead and do that. But don't think that if you're, oh, well, it's just me. I'm just a little concerned or something. If something has taken up residence in your mind. If something keeps you stirring over and over again. If something keeps you locked up in fear. Where every night you're thinking about these same things. The devil's trying to take your 7,000 souls. The devil is trying to thwart the plan for your, that the Lord has for your life. Oh, hallelujah. I bind the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. I loose the spirit of love in Jesus' name. Perfect love casts out all fear. Oh, I hear some people praying in the spirit. We ought to go ahead and just set some things straight in this house. I bind the spirit of fear that has attacked our minds in Jesus' name. Oh, oh, people of God, we are not going to be in fear anymore. We're not going to be foolish, but we are not going to stir in fear. Oh, friend, and some, you know, there's just sometimes I've gone around, we feel some heaviness in our churches. We feel some heaviness from all this, this, you know, there's some, it's a, there's a lot of spiritual activity in this day. But I feel a, ooh, like I want to slay some prophets of Baal. 
this church is not going to have a spirit of heaviness rest over it. I lift up a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. There is liberty in this house. We did not, we don't not, we do not come here and feel heaviness and bondage. We feel liberty and blessing and a river of the Holy Ghost. Oh, not in my church. Oh, I feel like, I feel like some of y'all want to slay some prophets of Baal. Not in my church. There's not going to be heaviness over my church. My people aren't going to be locked up in fear anymore. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You could all stand to your feet. Oh, hallelujah. John 6 and 38 says this, For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but for the will of him that sent me. I just feel to speak, I don't know if I'm prophesying or prophelying, but I feel like if we can get past some of this, if we can call the devil a liar, that there is a 7,000 soul revival that is going to hit this church. If Eastwind Church, as a family of believers, can say together, I'm not going to let the devil take residence in my mind and miss the calling of God on my life. Oh, friend. Oh, declare it. Go ahead and speak your promise. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, no more. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Oh, friend, if you've been stirring in fear, come to the front. Come to this altar. Come to this altar. Say every thought under subjection. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We are going to shine some light on the tactics of the devil. He likes to hang in the darkness where you can't see him. We feel like, well, it's just a stressful time, so that's normal that I'm, I'm having... No. I am calling the devil a liar. There is a, a firm attack on the minds of the people of God in the last days. We have identified that attack, and it's we are kicking it out right now. Everyone, lift your hands and lift your voice. In the name of Jesus... I bind every high thing that would exalt itself against God. I bind every attack, every every strategy of the devil in Jesus' name. Every person under the sound of my voice that has fear and anxiety, I bind that spirit of fear in Jesus' name. Every social media post that is stolen the peace from the people of God, I bind that in Jesus' name. Oh, I lose revival in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, I lose peace. Oh, I lose a fresh flow of the Holy Ghost. 
Oh, I bind that spirit of that heaviness in Jesus' name. Oh, I lose praise in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, something broke. Something broke. Something has broken over this church. Oh, there's faith in the house. There is faith in the house. What promise do you have from God? Speak it into the atmosphere. Oh, right now, hear me. What promises do you have from God? Speak it into the atmosphere. Oh, I'm not going to be stewing in fear when my prodigal comes home. I'm not going to be stewing in fear and anxiety and miss when my family comes to church. Oh, not me. Not me. I will not miss my 7,000 soul revival. Oh, I wish you would hear that. I will not miss my 7,000 soul revival. Oh, friend. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I feel some miracles are at our fingertips. Oh, I feel that we have shifted away from fear towards the will of God. I feel like we have shifted away from the attempt from believing the lies, Pastor. Oh, we've shifted away from the lies to the promises of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, this church is in revival. This church is in revival. Oh, there is a new season. There is a shift in the atmosphere. There is a shift over this city. Oh, oh, hallelujah. Oh, oh, let it come out of your innermost being. Oh, we're in a prayer meeting, church. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, I serve notice of eviction of the lies of the devil. I serve him a notice of eviction. Oh, you, you're not getting into my mind. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I declare in Jesus' name that these people with cancer will be healed. Mm. I bind that attack of cancer in Jesus' name. I command it to go right now. I lose a miracle in their bodies right now. Oh, go ahead and do, 
How would you praise the Lord if He did a miracle for you right now? How would you praise the Lord? There is power, there is authority in your praise. How would you praise the Lord? Would you jump up and down? Would you shout unto God? Oh, there's a shift. Something's breaking. Go ahead and praise Him. It's done. It's done in Jesus' name. It's done in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, lift your voice! We are in the greatest era of the church. We are going to see more miracles, more souls being brought to this church than we have ever seen before. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, hallelujah! Praise God, you got to go and sing. Oh, hallelujah. The praise team is going to sing. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I feel victory in Jesus' name. I feel victory in Jesus' name. Oh, I feel a miracle. I feel miracles going forward. Oh, hallelujah. We have served the devil a notice of eviction. Oh, hallelujah. Go ahead and loose that praise, church. Oh, speak your miracle into the atmosphere. How would you praise the Lord if He healed your body? Oh, how would you praise the Lord if your prodigal came home? Oh, go ahead and praise Him like it's done. Oh, hallelujah.
Hallelujah. The Bible says that he, he confirmed his word with signs following. We have served notice to the devil. I feel like the Lord wants to confirm this word. Is there anyone with pain in their body that needs a miracle? Is there anyone that needs a miracle? If you could come to the front here, I would, I would like to pray with you. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. We are a church of signs, miracles, and wonders. Hallelujah. Is there anyone that would like prayer? Hallelujah. Sister. step out in faith and pray that her ears would be unstopped right now. So, ask her, how would you praise the Lord if he opened your ears? How would you praise the Lord? There's faith in the house. In the name of Jesus, I speak to these ears right now. I speak to these ears. Be unstopped in Jesus' name. I lose a miracle. Sister, how would you praise the Lord if he healed you right now? Oh, hallelujah. Go ahead and praise him. In the name of Jesus, I speak to this brain. 
I lose healing in Jesus' name. I command this brain to return to its normal function in Jesus' name. Oh, I lose healing. I lose miracles right now. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, there are miracles in the house. the Lord. How is her hearing? How is her hearing? Okay. The sister has requested prayer for her hip. Praise God. Sister, what's your need? We're going to pray again for these. What's your need, sister? saw a sweet first time visitor with osteoporosis she was all bound up in pain the Lord instantly healed her the Lord healed my wife of rheumatoid arthritis he has authority I command authority over every sickness over every disease in Jesus name I bind this lupus in the name of Jesus. I command it to go right now. I lose a miracle in her body in Jesus' name. Oh, everything that has been taken, I, I, it's restored in Jesus' name. Oh, go ahead and praise him, sister. Go ahead, it's done, it's done. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, if you have the Holy Ghost, you have a 
the name of Jesus, the lupus is gone. Oh, every sign, every trace of it, it's gone in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, there is freedom in the house. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. What do you need from the Lord? What do you need from the Lord? Oh, friend, receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Oh, that's it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, the Lord has confirmed his word with signs following. Oh, hallelujah. Praise for you. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have authority. You can, you don't have to beg God. We are not beggars. We are sons and daughters. And as the church, we are the bride of Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you need something, 
go ahead and if, if your neighbor needs something from the Lord, go ahead and declare it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Does anyone need the Holy Ghost? They've never spoken in other tongues as the Spirit gives them utterance. Hallelujah. Go ahead and lift your hands. Let's go ahead and pray one more time. We had one or two baptized already. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, we can do that tonight. Amen. Everyone, let's all lift our hands. Let's all close our eyes, lift our faces towards heaven. By the authority of the word of God, by the authority of the Holy Ghost that's in this place, by the authority of the name of Jesus, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Receive your miracle. Go ahead and praise the Lord. Receive it. Oh, one more time. Lift your voice. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, lift your voice. Oh, go ahead and praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Mm. There is an 11th hour anointing that has been loosed. Oh, hallelujah. Church, no more fear. We don't need to call something faith that's foolish. But we don't, but there's a big difference from stirring and over and over thinking of the scenarios in the pot no more fear and when you come into this church you declare you get you some righteous indignation there is gonna be liberty in my church there is not gonna be heaviness there is gonna be praise hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. It has been a high honor to preach here. If you're still praying, go ahead and keep praying. I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to your great pastor. Go ahead and give your, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I agree, 100%. God bless you.